0: It's Friday, April 21st, Earth Day weekend, and this is Pennsylvania Legacies, the podcast series from the Pennsylvania Environmental Council. I'm Josh Wallerson. Once a year, the State Department of Environmental Protection honors a handful of local projects that are improving the environmental health of their communities through innovation and collaboration. Collectively, this year's honorees have made a big impact.
1: We're seeing 8 million kilowatt hours per year in uh, reductions. Over 14,000 metric tons of greenhouse gas emissions reduced a year. We're capturing over 3 million gallons of stormwater runoff a year. Engaging with 8,500 students and saving $105 million in operation, maintenance, and energy expenses.
0: And that's just counting the 16 projects being recognized this year. The real payoff comes from the lessons learned. These aren't just one-offs. They're ideas that can be replicated in other communities.
1: As we look to leverage those into additional projects, it's something that can have a significant multiplier effect.
0: Peck is co-hosting the 2017 Governor's Awards for Environmental Excellence next week in Harrisburg. Just ahead, DEP Secretary Patrick McDonald joins us to preview this year's dinner and look at some of the projects being recognized. That's coming up. But first, a look at some of the last week's environmental, energy and conservation news from across the state. Air quality in Pennsylvania cities is still among the worst in the nation, according to the American Lung Association. ALA's annual State of the Air report released this week ranks the Pittsburgh region 8th worst out of 200 cities for year-round particle pollution between 2013 and 2015. Pittsburgh, Johnstown, Altoona, Lancaster, Harrisburg, and Philadelphia each ranked among the top 25 most polluted cities for soot, either daily or year-round or both. However, the report also notes significant improvements in particulates for Pittsburgh, despite being the nation's worst in that category as recently as 2008. Harrisburg also improved in particle levels. Of the counties receiving an F grade for high ozone days, all were in either the Pittsburgh or the Philadelphia areas. Bucks County recorded the highest number of ozone alert days statewide, 24 orange alerts and two red. Officials with the Erie Coke Corporation say operations were not affected by a federal search warrant served this week at its plant in Erie. EPA's Criminal Investigation Division, along with the FBI and U.S. Customs and Border Protection, served the sealed warrant on Tuesday. The agencies offered no specifics, and the company says it's unaware of any basis for the order. Under a consent decree approved earlier this year by a federal judge, Erie Koch agreed to pay $500,000 in fines for allegedly failing to address emissions of benzene, a known carcinogen. EPA and the U.S. Attorney's Office declined requests from the Erie Times News for further information. Score another one for the Circuit Trails Coalition, whose newest trail section opened this week in Middletown. Friends of the Chester Creek Trail added 2.8 miles of trail to the sprawling 320-mile network linking Philadelphia with suburban communities on both sides of the Delaware River. The Circuit trails are expected to grow by 10 to 20 miles each year between now and 2025, eventually reaching a total of 750 miles. And 47 years ago this week, one of the biggest Earth Day observances was in Philadelphia where an estimated 20 to 40,000 persons gathered in perfect weather in the city's largest park. Fairmount Park was the scene of Major one of the largest Democrats gatherings on the, the inaugural Earth Day celebrations either. in 1970 when Philly was notorious for industrial pollution. This year, the focus is on climate at the March for Science being held Saturday in cities nationwide. Thousands are expected to gather at Philadelphia's City Hall at 10 o'clock and proceed to Penn's Landing. Pittsburgh's March for Science will make a loop around the city's Oakland section on Saturday afternoon. Here at PEC, we're celebrating Earth Day with our partners at the DCNR Bureau of Forestry and about 400 of our closest friends planting some 10,000 trees on a pair of abandoned mineland sites in northeastern PA. We'll have more on the Earth Day tree planting bonanza on next week's show. Speaking of abandoned mines, abandoned mine drainage, AMD, is perhaps the most widespread and persistent problem affecting watersheds across the Commonwealth. There is, however, growing interest in the idea of repurposing the liquid and the chemicals therein to more useful ends. The Times-Tribune of Scranton reports researchers at the University of Michigan are using AMD harvested from a site in Luzerne County to develop more durable building materials, specifically bendable concrete. It's the latest in a series of novel uses that have been proposed for mine drainage, including use for hydraulic fracturing and natural gas extraction. The fluid for the Michigan study was supplied by the Eastern Pennsylvania Coalition for Abandoned Mine Reclamation. They celebrated Easter last week by dyeing Easter eggs in vivid red and orange colors made from AMD-derived iron oxide. You can check them out on the Coalition's Instagram. It's EPCAMR, and we'll link it from our website at pecpa.org. Let's go! It's almost here, the 2017 PEC Environment Ride, June 2nd through the 4th.
1: That is a three-day ride that starts somewhere west of Philadelphia and ends up in Philadelphia. And it's a bike
0: ride. And it's a bike ride. But not just any bike ride. It's a fundraiser for Peck's Trails work in southeastern PA. It's also a chance to see the results of that work up close, riding along with some of the people who made it possible.
1: The thing for me is that it's an opportunity to showcase all those places that give us a reason to work, the places that might need some work, but also just, you know, celebrate what the diversity is in the commonwealth.
0: Even more than that, the environment ride is an experience. I love to ride. I mean, it's a way to get out into, into the world. You can explore on a bike, in a way you can not explore in a
1: car or riding on a train.
0: We make it easy for you by providing food, overnight accommodation, and on-route support. So if you get a flat or need a little help getting over a hill, you can rest easy knowing the sag wagon is never far behind. Our goal is to keep them safe and keep them on course. And keep them having a good time. The three-day ride starts Friday, June 2nd in Doylestown, passes through Bethlehem and Ewing, New Jersey before following the Delaware Canal and the East Coast Greenway into Center City, Philadelphia. One-day riders can hop on for a shorter cruise on either Saturday or Sunday. We'll cap off the whole adventure with a party on Sunday evening at the Fairmount Waterworks. Now, if you're looking at the one-day ride, you have until May 21st to sign up, but if you're thinking about the longer trip, you should probably get going on that. Registration deadline for the three-day ride is April 30th. So, head over to peckpa.org and look for the 2017 Peck Environment Ride under the Events tab. It's fantastic.
1: It's really an ideal way to see a great state.
0: This spring, 21 organizations from across Pennsylvania are being honored for their innovative contributions to environmental stewardship. The annual Governor's Awards for Environmental Excellence will be presented on Tuesday, April 25th at the Harrisburg Hilton, an event co-hosted by PEC and the Department of Environmental Protection. Acting DEP Secretary Patrick McDonald is among the featured speakers. He joins us now to talk about the awards program and the impact that this year's honorees are having. Mr. Secretary, welcome to Pennsylvania Legacies. Thanks for being here. No, thank you for having me, Josh. As you know, the Governor's uh, Awards for Environmental Excellence are coming up. This is an event that uh, PAC has been proud to be involved with for a while, going back about 15 years, I believe. The program itself, as I understand it, is a bit older than that. And in fact, as we were prepping for this segment, it emerged that nobody really knows exactly how far back this program goes. I wonder if, as the Secretary, Acting Secretary of DEP, do you have an answer to that question? Do you know when the, the awards began? I I know it goes back into the 90s. And in fact,
1: uh, I've been with state government for almost 20 years now. And one of my first assignments was actually reviewing and and helping to score the Governor's Awards for Environmental Excellence back in uh, 1998. So it's certainly a long-lived program that that DEP has been participating in. And as you say, starting in 2002, we started the partnership with, with PEC in order to present this as part of an awards
0: dinner annually in Harrisburg. What's the purpose of the awards? What do you accomplish by recognizing these projects every year?
1: Well, f- for me, it's, it's really twofold. One is we like lifting up these projects that demonstrate innovation, uh, tenacity, passion for the environment from organizations, from school districts, from businesses, from individuals. But two, by lifting that up, we're also providing examples to others uh, as to projects that can be put in place across the Commonwealth in order to help save money reduce environmental pollution so it really for us accomplishes those two things one recognizing the the, the really really good work going out on out there but two also, giving us a nice portfolio of examples for for other companies, other individuals.
0: So if we can dig into that portfolio a little bit, help me get a sense of the range of the projects that are being recognized. What kinds of work is being done? Sure. So so this year, we ha-
1: we, we're seeing everything from uh, projects related to energy efficiency, projects that have uh, water pollution reductions, projects engaged in education of community around environmental issues. So Uh, It really runs the gamut in terms of innovative ways that people are engaged. One of my favorite examples actually combines art with the environment where the uh, Quiddapahilla Creek Garbage Museum in Lebanon County actually removes trash from the Quiddy Creek and has created an art installation around that that they invite folks through so that they can engage with the environmental impacts in a very, very different way. You see everything from, you know, no trespassing signs to, to uh, children's play equipment and things like that all right next to each other, uh, creating the, this art installation that really makes you think about the things that are ending up in our watersheds.
0: So that was certainly one of the more, I guess, unique examples of projects that are being recognized in this year's awards. Are there any others that stand out to you that are a little bit uh, off the beaten
1: track? Sure. One, one that I particularly liked, we have one school district in Erie that the fourth, fifth, and sixth graders, and it's it's really a good example of identifying a problem, investigating it, and then coming up with an innovative solution to it. So So these fourth, fifth, sixth graders were interested in plastic bags and and what happened to them. So one, they went to their supermarkets to see just how many people were using plastic bags versus the, the uh, reusable ones, discovered a lot of people were using the plastic bags, then further investigated and discovered people tended not to recycle them. So they created their own challenge within their school to see which class could collect the most plastic bags. And through that effort, they recycled 68,000 plastic bags as part of this contest. And in addition to the recycling, they've also learned uh, through this process, you know, the, the, almost a scientific method, you know, fi- figuring out how do you identify the problem, how do you come up with solutions and test out those solutions. So taking advantage of some competition and, and uh, some resourcefulness, they were able to remove 68,000 plastic bags from the environment
0: and they were able to kind of get something going in their community that hopefully will live on. Correct.
1: Yeah, this is hopefully something that both they can replicate and then and then as I said at the beginning, it's it's also then an example for other school districts of something that they can engage in and that they can do in order to impact their community.
0: So tell me more about some of the the kinds of impacts that these projects have had.
1: Sure. So so just in with the 2017 awardees we're seeing 8 million kilowatt hours per year in uh, reductions. We're seeing over 14,000 metric tons of greenhouse gas emissions reduced a year. We're capturing over 3 million gallons of stormwater runoff a year, engaging with 8,500 students in environmental projects and environmental issues, and saving $105 million in operation, maintenance, and energy expenses. So these are significant impacts. And here, again, we're just talking about these 16 projects. And and as we look to leverage those into additional projects, it's something that can have a significant multiplier effect.
0: So you will be in attendance, I believe, at the awards uh, dinner?
1: I will indeed. Uh, I believe Secretary Cindy Dunn from Department of Conservation and Natural Resources will also be there.
0: So if uh, if people would like to attend the awards dinner, I believe tickets are still available and you can find information on the PEC website at PECPA.org. Is there anything else that uh, that people should know? Uh,
1: just that it's here in Harrisburg at the Hilton and it's always a fun time. Uh, I've attended for several years in uh, some of my previous roles and it's always both inspiring to hear from those in attendance what what their engagement in in the projects are and it's also a good opportunity to to meet uh, folks interested in environmental issues
0: well we're all looking forward to the event here and mr acting secretary it's a pleasure talking with you hopefully next time we chat it'll be without the acting part (laughs) hopefully hopefully thank you very much 2017 Governor's Awards for Environmental Excellence Dinner is Tuesday, April 25th in Harrisburg. Again, more information, tickets available at the website peckpa.org. Look for the 2017 Governor's Awards. And by the way, that's where you'll find past episodes of Pennsylvania Legacies and much more on Peck's work throughout the Commonwealth. Follow us on Twitter and stay in touch. Our handle is at peckpa. Send your comments, questions, and suggestions to legacies at peckpa.org. For the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, I'm Josh Rollerson. Thanks for listening.